You found it. No nonsense. No scripts. Real people on real issues. Hard hitting and action packed with logic, reason, and common sense. Everything you need and everything you've been looking for in a podcast. This is Dynamic Independence with Johnny Anderson, Bruce Adams, Marty Foster, and GP. Welcome to it. Good day, Bruce. Welcome to a new week. We weren't here yesterday due to uh, circumstances beyond our control. So we had to put out a rerun, but it was a good rerun. Uh, it was the uh, the one that we did on uh, uh, on Ecoscience. We hadn't put that mm-hmm. one out again since, would you believe we? <laughs> the second running of that was all the way back in the beginning of August. Wow. Yeah. And it's almost the end of the year. Time flies. It does fly. Yeah. How you doing today? Healthy and alive, as usual. Yourself. That's good. That's good. That's good. I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, I did some yoga today. And to be honest with you, after I got done with it, I felt like I, I oddly enough, I felt like I, I just woke up from a nap. Does that sound right? Aren't you supposed to be going down for a nap when you do yoga? Is, isn't that how it's supposed to be? But I did, I did five sun salutations, which was a killer in and of itself. And then I did a few other things after that. And then I, I finished it off with uh, the dead man's pose, which is... You know, you, you just lay there like a dead man for about five minutes and do your breathing and all that stuff. And I got this, you know, nice, soothing yoga meditation music going on. And so I opened my eyes after I'm done and I'm like, I, I let out the, like this big yawn and I'm like, I feel like I just had a nap. <laughs> I'm like, isn't it supposed to be the other way around? Aren't I supposed to be exhausted after that? Well, no, yoga is supposed to invigorate you. But that said, just waking up from a nap means I'm groggy and tired, so... Well, yeah, but I felt I energized is, is what I meant. I, I yeah. felt like I was oh, I felt yeah, like yeah. I was well rested after I did it. And then, you know, I, I got up and I just carried on with the rest of my afternoon. And uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, I, I never actually uh, never actually gone that route before. I've always done this other stuff that's kind of been I, get, I don't know. Maybe I never took it seriously or something. I, I don't know. But anyway, it was good. It was good. So let's get right into the topics of the day, shall we? The health minister of the UK says that, uh, well, if you're a UK citizen, you're going to have to get your COVID booster if you want to avoid Christmas restrictions. Here's the booster shot that everybody said. No, no, they're not going to do that. No, I've already had my two jabs, Uh, which there's no scientific evidence to support that you need two jabs. They just said it by accident. And that's what people went with. Health Secretary Sajid Javid said that Britons need to come together. Yeah, see, come come together because it's for the greater good, right? Yeah, it's for the greater good. It's for everybody else. It's not for you. It's not for you. Just stop thinking of just yourself. It's not for you. Think of grandma. Just just taking a step back a second, how many vaccines have we had in the past that within six months time or less you needed um, three jabs? None. Okay. Except for this one. But see, th- these are extraordinary circumstances. These are extraordinary times. You don't have time to think because lives are at stake. You have to act and you have to do it quickly. You don't have time to think about it. So you need right. to come. To- mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you need to come together uh, to get your booster for the Chinese coronavirus. <laughs> Did I say that? I'm sorry. For the coronavirus to avoid a return to restrictions and enjoy Christmas, according to UK Health Secretary Sajid Javid. Uh, he says, I strongly urge every Everybody who is eligible for a COVID-19 booster or flu vaccine to take up the offer as soon as you can. Quite frankly, 
this is just my opinion. I would put a, I would, and this is what I'm doing myself, quite frankly. Uh, there is a moratorium for me on anything involving, apart from a serious medical emergency, there's a moratorium on me for going to any type of medical facility for the foreseeable future, let alone getting any kind of jab for anything. Uh, because as we all know, there's been a lot of, uh, uh, how do we say it, uh, mistakes made. What was it? The, the entire family that went in to all get their flu jabs, which they don't actually need, by the way. You, you went in to get your flu jab and they accidentally yeah. got all of the, uh, the the jabs mixed up and they all got COVID shots. And the kids now have myocarditis. Yeah. Um, uh, well, when one of the major corporations that uh, produces uh, medicines and vaccines and pharmaceutical stuff says that you're a criminal if you question them. Because that's considered misinformation. Yes. Um, yes. We have that clip. Would you like to? Uh, would you like to play it? Yeah. Sure. There was some fake news during this period of time about uh, the vaccines. Uh, you know, all sorts of conspiracy theories. Fake. How news. did you deal with that? And how did you navigate that? And and where do you feel the primary source of this sort of fake news was? How how damaging was this to us? I'm afraid it was uh, quite uh, quite a lot of damaging. And uh, there was particularly with us, we were targeted by a lot of. Uh, uh, let's say dark uh, organizations that you don't dark really know the ownership. Uh, you suspect that there are some countries behind. Uh, we were getting a lot of briefings from uh, CIA, from FBI about uh, attacks that may happen to us, cyber attacks, I mean, but also about the spread of misinformation. Um, you know, th there is uh, uh, there are two groups of uh, people, right? There are the people that they are vaccinated. There are people that are skeptical about the vaccination. And both of them are afraid. Uh, those that are getting the vaccine, they are afraid of the disease. And they believe that because people are not getting vaccinated, they are increasing the risk to them. They are increasing the exposure. So they are, let's say, mad with them that they don't get the vaccine. Those that they don't get the vaccine, they're afraid of the vaccine. And uh, they are met with the people that are pressing them to, to get it. And there is those I understand. Yeah. They are very good people. They are decent people. But they have a fear. And I understand it. And they don't want to take chances. But there is a very small part of professionals which they circulate on mm -hmm. purpose misinformation so that they will mislead those that they have concern. Those people are criminals. They're not bad people. They're criminals because they literally costed millions of lives. And then should be treated as criminals as well, those who have done that. Okay. Uh, look, let's let's just start with a, with a couple of things here. Uh, first of all, he says that there are two groups. You have the group that are taking the vaccine. But both the groups are afraid, by the way. You have the groups that are taking the vaccine. They're afraid of getting sick. But then again, you're vaccinated, so you shouldn't have to worry about that anymore. And they're also afraid of the people that are not getting vaccinated. That's only because the media narratives that you have pushed. And don't give me the crap that they're not behind it. I'm talking about Pfizer. Don't tell me that they're not behind it. Do I need to play that compilation of them owning the media, lock stock and two smoking barrels? Do I need to play that again? Because I can. The other group that he's talking about, the ones that are skeptical. No, we're not skeptical. Skeptic implies that you're actually going to do it at some point. We're not skeptical. I don't like people forcing stuff down my throat and down other people's throats that don't want it. We fought wars to stop this kind of criminal behavior. This type of action that's being taken against people is not even legal. They're just doing it. So we're not skeptical, sir. 
were extremely angry. It's interesting that the head of a um, pharmaceutical company is calling anyone that questions them a criminal. To the point about um, the vaccines and the vaccine mandates and all this nonsense. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to go to a medical facility now and trust that the people that are pushing the pharmaceuticals from these companies that are calling you a criminal if you question them, the doctors are, maybe they're well-intended, but uh, are pushing these uh, vaccines and other medications. I have no trust anymore, unfortunately, unless it's something that's life-threatening and, and you know, it, it's, it's uh, yeah, at that point, I'll, I'll, I'll have no other choice but to have to trust them. But when it comes to day-to-day -day stuff or, or, you know, I, I, no, I haven't been to a doctor in years and won't, I, I have no trust. This is, this is only solidified it. It, 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 there's no, and it's really sad. That really is. You should like your, your doctors should be the ones that you trust, right? Those should be people that you trust or that have the, the, the best interest, uh, or the people that they treat at heart. And I, I don't, I don't trust that anymore. It's sad, but this, this, it is. I, well, <laughs> there's few people that I really trust anymore uh, after, after going through all this COVID stuff and, uh, seeing how the governments are acting and what people's positions are. Basically, if you're unwilling to stand for the constitution, you're unwilling to stand for the bill of rights, the, the, the very basic tenets of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. If you're unwilling to stand for those basic things, um, bugger off. I, I have no, we, we cannot agree is, is the nice way of putting it. Um, it, it, we, we can't, there, there's no, I will not compromise on those things. And if we don't agree, that requires me to have to compromise to, to make me, you know, to meet somewhere in the middle with you. I will not compromise those things. So, uh, yeah, if and the thing is though, if we want to get back from all of this, we want to get back out of COVID, we want to get back out of uh, the government control and get back to the point of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, you cannot compromise. You cannot put a politician in office that is uh, wishy-washy on vaccine mandates or wishy-washy on taxes or wishy-washy on any of the uh, principles that you stand on. You cannot compromise. The left has not been compromising this entire time. They put in their agenda bill by bill. Um, if you want to call it compromising that they uh, split up the, the uh, infrastructure bill, they, they cut it in half. They're going to pass one portion of it and then pass the next portion of it later. If you're going to call that compromising, then fine. That's the way we'll have to compromise. That's the way you have to do it is you have to shove through policies that are going to get the government out of the way of the people. And uh, but good luck with the Republicans doing that. Yeah. Yeah. You're just not going to get anywhere with it. Um, Pfizer. This is breaking. Pfizer has just asked the FDA for emergency use authorization for its COVID-19 booster shot for all adults ages 18 and up in the United States. And they're doing this based on the efficacy and safety data from a phase three randomized controlled trial with more than 10,000 participants, which quite frankly, every single trial that they have conducted up to this point, they have burned their control group. So they haven't even actually put forth any any accurate results. You know what? Th this, there is this, no control group anymore. Not Well, there is a control group now. There, there's a control group now on the world. It's the unvaxxed. That's the control group, in my opinion. Yeah, but the, the, the problem that they're running into is when you're looking at the data, when they show data on um, hospitalization rates or just just 
the R not rating of this. Unfortunately, it's including unvaccinated and vaccinated together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because what they're saying is if you're not if it's not past that two week window on being vaccinated, you're unvaccinated. If you haven't gotten the booster, you're unvaccinated. So the the things that are changing when it comes to who's vaccinated and who's unvaccinated. So uh, saying there's a control group, uh, that's not true anymore. Because if you've been vaccinated, but you haven't had a second, uh, the second jab or you haven't had the booster, you're no longer vaccinated. You're, you're not categorized as that anymore. So you're, you're lumped in with the rest of us that didn't take a vaccine in general. Actually, we were inoculated, but we weren't, um, you know, yeah. That's, that's what I, that's what I'm actually saying to all the people that I know that are double jabbed. Now I'm like, what are you going to do when they tell you to take a booster? They're like, what do you mean? What are you, what are you talking about a booster? I said, they're all, oh, they're going to make you take a third one or otherwise you're going to fall back into that category where the rest of us are at. And they're like, no, there's no way they're going to do that. I said, hello. NBA's <laughs> doing it right now. <laughs> the NBA is doing it. The currently doing it. They're starting to roll it out. The, the UK anyway. government. Yeah, the, the UK government is already saying, get your booster. Or there's going to be no Christmas. You're not going to be able to travel by the end of the year. If you're double jabbed, then that's not going to be valid by the end of the year. So you're not going to be able to travel. So they're, they're moving on all fronts. They're doubling down. They're, they're doubling, tripling down all the way across the board. They're showing no signs of stopping uh, over the weekend. Since we weren't here yesterday, uh, we might as well cover it today. Uh, I, I will I, I will move on uh, from that. But uh, I want to talk about the, what happened here in Europe uh, over the weekend. Lots of protests uh, across the continent of Europe over the weekend. Bruce, you and I were going through, through some of the footage uh, yesterday. And uh, you know what? I have to say I was quite impressed. I was quite impressed with what I saw. Of course, you're not going to find this on any news channel. All these videos, if anybody wants to see them, all these videos are up in our Telegram page. We have been posting them over the last few days. Uh, This is, of course, Bruce, this is a shot outside of the International Criminal Court in The Hague. Uh, If there was a group of people that were angry, I'd say that they're the ones that are standing out there. Again, no talk in the news about this. No no talk in the press about this. Uh, The Dutch have now... No, comrade. This is this is just a, a few, a small minority. A small of people minority. Are, yes, a fringe are, group. Yeah. Yes, a fringe group yes, of people. Yes. Would you say that there's probably oh I don't know maybe fifty thousand standing out there, maybe more? Yeah, the, there there's quite a few out there uh-huh. in that in that pan. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, you could probably say you could probably say that many. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would say yeah. Yeah. And the Dutch have now been hit with uh, COVID restrictions again. They lifted all of them and they said, oh, no, sorry, the uh, the cases are spiking everywhere. That's We're, we're going to have to lock everything back down. The Danish, right, the country of Denmark, they were completely free of all COVID restrictions a few weeks ago. And now all of a sudden, oh, no, we've got to have all these restrictions put back in place. Why? What was that we called? We, we, we called this last year when we were talking about the uh, this is... Um Successive approximation. Successive approximation. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is uh, this is this is exactly what we told you about in the podcast about um, uh, basically torture. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yeah, it's they they will actually they will grab a hold control they will grab a hold of something gain control you respond to it they'll back off a little bit but they won't let go of it entirely and then they'll come back on it harder even later that's exactly what they're doing they're following that practice. This is in Switzerland over the weekend. Again, quite a few people in there. Not exactly a small fringe group of people, at least not in my opinion. That's thousands and thousands and thousands of people that you've got marching through one of the cities in uh, in Switzerland protesting against COVID. The Swiss have been hit with COVID passports. That is the last country in the world that I'd want to be messing with. I wouldn't want to be poking that bear with a stick, I can assure you. The U.S., 
would probably be the second country that I wouldn't want to poke with a stick. But the Swiss, the Swiss, those people cut you in half. Every household down there is armed. I have to say, you bankers, you got a set of stones on you. You must really be going for broke. If you're going for the Swiss like that, you must really, really be going for broke. I agree. They have a set of stones. Stones is in rocks in their head. Yes, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll go with that one. Uh, I will certainly go with that one. NBA has informed teams today that all players who received the J&J vaccine, listen to this, at least two months ago, will be subject to game day testing beginning December 1st if they do not receive the additional booster shot. The J&J, the J&J was supposed to be the one and done, right? That that was the, the, the yeah. one thing? Yeah, okay. Yeah. That was that the was, one and done. It, it, that was supposed to be the attenuated virus. That was supposed uh-huh. to be more traditional than the, yeah. the, the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And they've actually shown that the J&J one has been known to be the one that is causing the most blood clots in the brain. Yeah. 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 So it, it's it's not effective is, either. No, this is actually, well, I, I, just going by the timeline that you were mentioning earlier, two months, two months, not six months, two months. So if you get the J&J, you need a shot every two months. And then, of course, you're going to have to take the pill now, right? They've they've uh, requested emergency authorization for the pill. Well, it'll be three months, technically. So uh, two months from the point of the tweet, starting December 1st. So that would make it three months. Uh-huh. So because the tweet was this week. Uh-huh. Uh, wait a month, December 1st. Right. Okay, right. Now it's three yeah. months. Well, I mean, so you don't want to be, be too careful, right? So, I mean, you should yeah. you should have to start testing immediately after that. And of course, that's not going to matter. And I'll explain that in just a minute. Uh, this is the streets of Milan, Italy over the weekend. Again, all these videos are up on our Telegram page if you uh, care to go uh, and have a look at them or if you've already looked at them. Uh, but we're just picking up and covering a couple of lost days here is all. Uh, again, uh, doesn't look like a small fringe group of, uh, of people, does it? No. No. No, no, that's that's definitely not. No, no. Each one of these groups, by the way, in each one of these countries are getting larger by the week. By the week. Usually, I have to say this about European countries. Usually, when you have a protest, usually when you have a protest in a European country, this time of year, it's very small. It's very small because it's cold, right? It's just starting to get cold. People don't want to go out in the cold, but the problem is they're getting larger. They're actually having the opposite effect. You see, the elites, or if you won't even want to call them that, these uh, th- these bums that, that are actually perpetuating all this stuff, they tried to divide the world. And in doing so, they actually caused an opposite effect. They have unified the world against them, and they know it. So they're continuing on. They don't care anymore. I had this conversation a couple of days ago with somebody, and they're still, and I, I truly believe this. Bruce and I were having this conversation before we started tonight as he, as he came in. I said, there's still some good people in the system. It's not that we sit up here, and I know we say government's bad and K and all that stuff, but you know what? There are good politicians. We play some of them here. There are good politicians that are still in the system. You have people in there that are trying to do the right thing. The problem is, is that they are shoved aside ostracized and told they're they're crazy loons, they're conspiracy theorists, they don't know what they're talking about, they're tinfoil hat wearing flat earthers or whatever, and they're shoved aside. Just like the doctors that speak out against it. Oh, they're crazy. They don't know what they're talking about. They're conspiracy theorists. They're extremists. They're far right-wing fascists. That kind of thing. Same exact thing, except it's done in the political arena. The ones that are at the local and the state level that are still willing to talk to their constituents... I'm willing to give those people a pass. I really am. I'm willing to give those people a pass. If you have one that comes out and says, "Okay, I get where you are. You have a different you have a difference of opinion, 
on this vaccine mandate. Tell me why. And then they want to sit down and they want to talk to you about it. Not that they want to convince you of something. It's they want to know where you stand and why you're there. Because they're trying to figure out from their position what they can do to try and open a dialogue. See, we don't have dialogue. The problem is, is that you can talk to someone at that level. I'm a firm believer in that because you still have good people in the system. The problem is, is their bosses, their bosses have their marching orders. They are not to deviate from that. These central governments are not moving. They're doubling down. New Zealand, what's happening in New Zealand? You've got that uh, that drug smoking moron down there that's in uh, that's in office. She's running around with a big old horse smile on her face, right? Talking about, oh, it's wonderful. Everything's great. Everything's fine. Yeah, we're building a two tier society, but we've got just a very small group of people that are on the fringe element. Tell that to the tens of thousands of New Zealanders that stormed her office this morning, wanting her sorry ass thrown out on the curb. The Australians have had enough. They want Andrew sacked. I'm not taking lectures on freedom. I, I get, apparently he's not here today, right? Apparently he's, he's not in. They want him sacked. They want all these health ministers sacked. They're catching these people coming out of their buildings now. And they're screaming bloody murder at them as they're getting walked by the police to their cars. What, you got six officers escorting one pencil neck bureaucrat that has no idea what he's doing? How are you going to defend against 30, 40, 50, 100 people standing out in front of their offices when they come out of these government buildings? See, these people are at the end. They are literally surrounded on all sides. They can't make it in the social media world, though they try. They shut down everybody that has a differing of opinion and so on and so forth. They can go on their little echo chambers that they have called the mainstream media, but no one watches that. Viewerships are at an all-time low of mainstream media networks across the world, not just America, across the world. You can't have a dialogue in public because they get ostracized. Again, one of them tries to have a press conference. An angry mob shows up that's 10 times the size of the loons that they got standing out there covering it saying, oh, sorry, uh, you esteemed members of the press. We're going to have to take this inside where we can screen people. They're losing. They've all but lost. And the, the, the thing is, is that they're going to double down even more. And that's that's what I suspect at this point is and that I'm just going off of what happens throughout history. As these people get further and further backed into a corner, they're going to get even more dangerous. And eventually they're just going to come unglued. As long as people that believe in freedom, people that believe in liberty, as long as you do nothing, as long as you don't stand, uh, they'll win. They, they, they may be flailing and losing power or losing control. But as long as you continue to just sit and do nothing, what even if it's just something little as talking to your coworker or your neighbor or something, you know, just talking about uh freedom and uh or or just talking about the current situation of things and 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 sharing uh the truth, then, you know, it, it, nothing nothing will change. Nothing nothing changes and they'll win in the end. So it it, it takes doing something uh even, even if it's just something as little as sharing ideas and you know what if if you you can't do that and you're unwilling to do that send them here send them to listen to us send them to any other person that you trust that is talking about freedom and have them listen to it i mean the more people we get just standing up and saying you know we believe in the the basic ideas of the constitution like freedom and liberty and I don't know all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. I mean, maybe if you get a bunch of people together that agree on that, 
and just stand on that principle alone, we can we can solve all the other qualms that we have after we get rid of the politicians that are trying to to institute a, an authoritarian autocracy. I mean, you know, maybe maybe we should uh, work on that first, and then we can have our little qualms about. Um, uh, I don't know, things like bridges and whatever the hell else we're sitting here trying to pass trillion dollar bills for. That doesn't build a single bridge, I might add. Yeah, uh, the highest number uh, I was seeing on that was about 20% of it. it has to do anything with roads and infrastructure or whatever the bill they're passing that's supposed to be for infrastructure. Only about 20% of it is actual infrastructure. Everything mm-hmm. else is well, a pet well, project. No, to see people are infrastructure. That's that's the thing. This was... Right, right. You're, you're part of a slave. Uh, yeah, oh, did I say that? Yeah, no. yeah. yeah. Uh, this is outside of City Hall in Los Angeles. Bruce, you saw this, right? All these people out there. Now, these are supposed to be the people that are just... Uh, you know, there's very few because supposedly they have like a uh, an 80% vaccination rate in, in LA, mm-hmm. uh, in LA mm-hmm. County or mm-hmm. something. A lot of people out there, awful lot of people out there. And to be honest with you, yeah. I mean, I heard I heard somebody asking a question about this uh, or making a comment on all these protests, not just in the United States, but all across Europe and down in Australia and New Zealand as well. Uh, this was the question he asked. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them were protesting against. Now, see, he doesn't know. He, he doesn't know. He, he, he has no idea what they're even. He doesn't even know what half of them are even protesting against. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's interesting about this is many of those people that are protesting the mandates and the vaccine passports and all that kind of stuff, they may be vaccinated themselves. The interesting thing about it is we tend to believe in the the right of freedom of choice, you know, like if you if you choose to get vaccinated yourself, you know, that's your choice. Used to, we all kind of agreed on a a similar principle of, um, I don't know, uh, exactly that freedom of choice. Uh, if you chose to get not get vaccinated, that's fine. That's your choice. If you chose to get vaccinated, that's fine. That's your choice. Uh, why all of a sudden we 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 have to do all these uh, <laughs> jump through all these hoops is um, baffling, and I'm surprised more people aren't re- standing up to resist. Though for Americans, this is actually quite a bit of resistance. At it least is. Uh, yeah. the Americans I know of the last you know twenty plus years. Um, this is this is pretty good. I have to admit, especially in Los Angeles, of all places. I mean, that is the last place you'd expect to see not only that many people, but that many people holding Gadsden flags. Yeah. And that's the thing. What it boils down to is they're standing for freedom and liberty. And I don't know, uh, freedom of choice. The 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 protest I've seen over the last, I don't know, 20, 30 years, because we've seen this kind of uh, stuff in, in the 90s, was the riots. I'm not talking about those. The, those Those aren't protests where the average American goes out and, and protests, protesting their government, airing their grievances. Yeah. The, the other stuff that we've seen last year, you know, the summer of love, that's not protected under the constitution. That's, that's a literal insurrection. So I got an email this morning from the U.S. consulate, uh, and I'd like to share it here because not a lot of people get this information, uh, at least not. I mean, if you're inside the United States, why would you get this information? If you're not an expat living in a different part of the world, then why would you get this information? But they sent me this this morning. Now, you might ask, the first thing Bruce asked, was this about uh, this about terrorism? Uh, is this about uh, hacking groups? Is it about cyber t- something? You know, something about that? Nope. Oh, no. Nope. Even if it was woke, I mean, I would say white supremacy or something, you know, maybe, nope. maybe they're doing no. something like that. Uh. No, something far worse than that. Something far, far worse than that. It's about COVID-19. I know that's that's a thing that's circulating now. I don't know where it came from, but well, we do know where it came from. But uh, anyway, they sent this out today. New air travel policy for entry into the United States. Now, mind you, I am a U.S. citizen, right? 
I'm a U.S. citizen. I'm living outside of the United States. Therefore, I should have no trouble, which I've never had any trouble up to this point. I should have no trouble getting on an airplane and going back to my home country. Correct? Should have no trouble with that. No. Until now. Listen to this. All U.S. citizens, that this is effective yesterday, okay? So all U.S. citizens, there's a new international air travel policy for entry into the United States. Well, gee, I wonder, did the State Department put that in? Did the people vote on that? Did Congress pass a bill or say, no, 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 see, the CDC, because they're over, uh, they're tied into the uh, uh, into the international terrorism group now because of, I don't know, uh, because Bill Gates said so, I guess. Um, they're now over uh, all travel in the world. U.S. citizens and lawful permanent residents who are not fully vaccinated, which apparently that means three now, must provide proof of a negative COVID-19 test taken one day before their flight, which used to be three days, uh, but now it's one day. Uh, now, see, you, you might be asking, well, OK, well, what's the difference? What's the difference? Is it three days, one day? What makes a difference? One, you're going to have to actually make an appointment to go get that test done. And if you can't get an appointment, you've already booked your flight. Well, then there's no way you're going to be able to rebook that. You're going to be out of that money. And well, the PCR test here yesterday just went up to $130. You heard me. $130 for a PCR test. And you have to show that one day before you leave. On top of that, it's also the discouraging of uh, travel, you know, keeping people Correct. from traveling because Correct. under this new world order, uh, you're not going to leave your home any further than five kilometers. So, you Ever. know, you'll stay within that. Yeah. Which is going to be difficult for places like rural America. That's going to be, that's going to be difficult because uh, I know we, we traveled like 30 plus uh, miles. What was it? What is that? Like 40 kilometers uh, well, or something well, no, like see, that? No, see, Bruce. To go yeah, grocery yeah, shopping. Yeah, no, see, Bruce, you're just going to, if you just go to one of the cities where you'll have a, a wonderful apartment that will oh, be right. reserved yeah, for you. Oh, right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you, you won't be allowed be, to live in rural America. Right, that's right. right. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that'll be little mm-hmm. to no human use. We actually have the map. You know what? We should put that up on our Telegram page. That's actually a, that's a map. Sure, yeah. That's a biodiversity map that was put out by the United Nations about 20 years ago, and they're still following it. Uh, over 90% of the United States is off limits to uh, human use. Yeah, or or you have to be properly authorized Yes. Uh, yes. To, to use it. Yeah. And of course, unless you're, say, for example, like, oh, I don't know, uh, Prince Charles or Lord Rothschild or Bill Gates or uh, Klaus Schwab, one, one of these people, you know, one, one of these sophisticated vaccinated people who aren't taking it, by the way, um, one, one of these people then yeah, you'll you'll be fine. You know, you'll, you'll be able to go to those places. Anyway, uh, moving right along here. So uh, I need to, if I want to go back to my own country, then I have to, which by the way, this basically tells me I can't go back to the United States uh, until all these people are dealt with. U.S. citizens, lawful permanent residents who are not fully vaccinated, that would be, well, excuse me, h- how does this apply? Because I am fully vaccinated, but this is not a, a vaccine. So h- how does this work? So am I fully vaccinated or, or am I not? Because, well, they've changed the definition of what a vaccine is. So, like, that's I, I'm going by the traditional method. I've had all my vaccines. Anyway. You've been immunized. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've also been immunized to BS and, uh, and idiocy, uh, which is, quite frankly, that's a blessing this day and age, I think. Or it's a curse. I haven't quite figured out which one it is yet. Yeah. It, Being red-pilled is a bit of a curse. It is. As, as, as well yeah. as the blessing, yeah. It mm-hmm. is, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I will not take one of these ridiculous tests. I'm certainly not going to pay $130 for it. You can forget that. You can ab- you can knock that one out of the park. That's not going to happen. That is not going to happen. If they think that uh, these people are so disconnected. Now, now we know why George Soros and Bill Gates were buying up all the testing firms. Now we know why. 
because they're going to jack up the price of it. And by the way, they're going to do this with everything else. They're going to jack up the price of your property taxes. So you can't own your home and you have to give it back. They're going to jack up the cost of your insurance. They're going to use the insurance companies in the future to leverage you out of what you think is a normal life. Make no mistake about that. Make no mistake about that. If you think, okay, well, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go along to get along, and I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that. I, no, I'm not gonna get a, a driverless car. They can go to hell. I'm not gonna get one of these electric cars. Oh yes, you will. You'll get one of those cars because the gasoline car you have now will cost. It won't you, be allowed. Well, not only will you not be allowed if you no. decide that you want to skirt it. If you decide you want to skirt it, you won't be allowed to own a car. You'll be required to use public transit. Where they actually don't have any public transit. Yeah, that's 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 amazing. Yeah, tell me right. it's not a government operation. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting off topic here. U.S. citizens and lawful permanent residents who are fully vaccinated, which is actually worse, must present airlines with proof of vaccination and a negative COVID te- COVID-19 test taken within three days before their flight. If you're not fully vaccinated, you have to only provide proof of a negative test. You don't have to show... Uh, any kind of a COVID passport. If you are fully vaccinated, you have to show proof of a negative test and you have to show proof of a COVID passport. And then, of course, they go on to say all non-immigrants, foreign national air travelers to the United States with very limited exceptions are now required to be both fully vaccinated and provide documentation of a negative viral test uh, result taken within three days of the flight's departure, along with proof of vaccination. So basically, if you're a non-citizen, you're not getting in there. That's that's not going to happen. So... Right. Unless you capitulate. Uh, the you other bow, solution yeah. you might have, which uh, I, I wouldn't recommend you do, but uh, I'm just throwing this out there as a question. What happens if you come across the border in the south of the United States? Oh, no, I see, mean, it's technically no, not no, illegal. See, well, the, yeah, no, it's, it's not it's not illegal. But down there, uh, they have this stuff called ivermectin that, that they that they get. Right. And yeah, then they're just they're yeah. sent on their way. Yeah, that that that's uh Interesting that you come across illegally, they give you ivermectin, which you're not allowed to have as an American citizen, by the way. But they, it's on they, the NH it's on the NIH website as a possible treatment, but you're not allowed to have it. Right. But you can't have it. And in fact, if you try to go to let's see, Walgreens and Walmart, I know are two that are blocking it, but they will not fulfill prescriptions for ivermectin, no matter what it's prescribed for. Even if it's prescribed for something that Ivermectin is traditionally like a, um, a parasitic, uh, uh, whatever it is. They will not fulfill it. It does not matter what what, what it is. Which there's been lawsuits filed now. Um, there have been people that have died because um, they will not fulfill the the prescriptions. So there's been lawsuits that have been filed, multiple lawsuits. Um, so hopefully, um, I I hope Walmart and Walgreens and any other pharmacy that decides they're not going to fulfill a um, prescription and they're going to try to practice medicine themselves, I hope they feel the pain. And I hope those lawsuits are very painful to try to pay out. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, I I don't have any words for what's actually taking place. You know, I, I've heard people describe this as the greatest crime against humanity that's ever been committed. I mean, we're up to, and I was reading over the weekend, we're up to now almost 60 Six, hear me, 60 European professional football, which we call soccer, which we in America call soccer, professional football players have now either collapsed or died or both from cardiac issues. Now, I used to play soccer when I was a kid. You know, it's very popular over here. Everybody's got football clubs and everything. It's kind of like how we do American football in, in the U.S., but American football is a little different. American football 
even if you don't watch it, Bruce, you get the idea of how it's played, right? You run a little bit, there's a whistle, you know, you run full speed and then you stop because you have to move, yeah. there's a new set of downs, right? So you understand the basics of it. Yeah, you, you have big burly dudes in body armor trying to kill one another by yes. smashing into each other yes. over a pigskin. Yes, yes, basically. yes. Uh, but yeah, well, useless bag of air. Um, and then... And then you have a whistle and then it stops. So everybody gets a break. Everybody gets a water bottle tossed at them. Everybody has fun. Everybody has a good time because those big dudes, though they may be big, that's a that's a wall of a man right there. He doesn't have a whole lot of gas in the tank. He's got enough for about one full on play. And then he's got to stop and take a breather. Right now, he is 350 pounds of all muscle, but it takes a lot of energy to move that man, <laughs> that mountain of a man. So he needs rest. European football players, those people run constantly. You have to be in top shape. Th- these guys are in th- these guys are in the best shape of of any athlete on the planet as far as I'm concerned. I was actually reading that uh, usually their forwards or their their strikers, you know, their 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 lead kickers, usually those guys I mean, they're the ones that are running the full length of the field back and forth. And those guys are running sometimes uh, 20 miles nonstop. I mean, yeah, they'll stop for a couple of minutes and take a shot, but then they have to get back on it. I mean, that's incredible. That's incredible. And these guys are dropping yeah. Yeah. with uh, with cardiac issues, about 60 mm-hmm. of them now. And you're telling me th- these are some of the best athletes in the world? No, no, that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't fit. The, OK, actually, here, here's what I would say. If we could go back over the last, uh, you know, let's say 50 years of data and data shows that soccer athletes are more likely uh, European football players. They're more likely to die of heart conditions or, or cardiac events um, if they're more likely, you know, on the field or within the time frame that they're playing. And it, it fits current trends that I would say, OK, you know, that, that makes sense. The problem is that's not the case at all. Um, it's few and far between that they have cardiac events on the field. These guys, as you said, are in top shape. Now to have 60? Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Uh, and of course, we we did something last week. We were talking about uh, one of the hockey players that had, the, that he, he literally, he collapsed and died on the ice during the game. The top static diver, the free the static free diver in the world, 46 years old, now has myocarditis and pericarditis after his Pfizer booster. Honestly, it, it's just, it, they're safe and effective. I, I, you, I don't know why you're so apprehensive of going out and getting your vaccine. They're safe and effective. Yeah. You know, I, th- this is, this is the thing. This Pfizer CEO is sitting there talking about, it should be criminal. It should be, it, it should be a criminal offense for people to spread vaccine disinformation. We're not spreading vaccine disinformation, Jack. We're following the science. We're following the reports that are coming out. <laughs> We're asking questions as to why the data is showing that what you're saying is a lie. And we're asking you, why are you lying to us? That's not misinformation. That's not a criminal offense. Uh, what, it's a criminal offense to ask questions now? I guess. Okay. As long as, only if this message was brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> let, let, let's let actually take, saying what he says, the, the, it's criminal for them to give disinformation, misinformation. Who's the one giving the, the disinformation, misinformation here? Who's yeah. the one making bank? Maybe did did he just literally admit to guilt? It's always redirection, right? It's what it is. It's what they do with everything else. Why not this? Where's Gavin Newsom? Where where is Governor Gavin Newsom? He disappeared on or around the twenty seventh of October. This guy would give daily press conferences, and he hasn't been seen since. He apparently had his Pfizer booster a couple of weeks ago, and 
he hasn't been seen since. He canceled his plans to attend the Glasgow Scotland Climate Summit, uh, and no one's no one's seen or heard from him, according to the uh, according to the mainstream media outlets. But they say he's off dealing with uh, private family business. His lieutenant governor came out the other day and said when she was asked about whether or not, which I don't even know who in the world she is, but she's probably worse than he is, and she'll probably be replacing him if what this is is actually true. But he was supposed to be at the climate conference with Obama who went there. I don't know why he went there. He was up there talking about how uh, island nations are going to be underwater in a few years. That's especially rich coming from a guy who lives in a $20 million mansion on the east coast of the United States. That's that's rich. Vote like your life depends on it because it does. Are you speaking of yourself and your ilk, sir? Because that's exactly what it sounds like. You people do this or you don't make it. I'm talking about your class of people. They don't make it. Uh, the numbers in the streets are showing that to be the case. But anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. The lieutenant governor came out and said that, well, he's spending time with his two children because, well, he has two children, two young children. He can't just get up and leave. He can't just jet off to the other side of the world when he has two kids. Well, it's never stopped him before. Why now? What's the big deal? Some reporters were asking questions to his wife the other day. Where's he at? And she snapped them. Rumor has it. This is just a rumor because I guess his his security detail, I guess who is the state, the California State Police, uh, some people in his security detail have leaked some information. Apparently, he had a very bad reaction to his Pfizer COVID shot. You know, this would kind of this would go along with what you were tell, telling me yesterday privately, Bruce, when I said, OK, the, these people, are, are they really taking this thing now? Gavin Newsom, it doesn't even necessarily have to be him. Just a governor of a U.S. state, okay? Just a governor of a U.S. state. It doesn't even necessarily have to be him. I'm just saying in general. Governor of a U.S. state. These are pawns, aren't they? They are. They're, they're pawns. Governors of states in America are just like prime ministers and, uh, and and chancellors and whatever else you want to call them, presidents, whatever, in other small nations. Basically the same thing. Because quite frankly, the governor of a state, that's the president of that state. They actually have more power than the federal government if they want to wield it that way. Tenth Amendment, states' rights, that's the way it is. They have an entire army at their disposal if they need it. It's called the State National Guard. It's there. They answer to the governor of each state. They can use it however they want. But are the elites really going to throw these people under the bus? I mean, presidents and prime ministers, yes. Yes, I would say yes. Because they're, they're meant to be taken down and pushed out of the way. They've outlived their usefulness. Remember what Besmanov said when we played his interview last week. These people that think that they're going to be part of some great society and they're going to be at a seat at that table and they're going to be making decisions in the new uh, system or whatever. No, no, it never works out that way. Those people are taken out and shot. They're lined up against the wall and shot. It's the same thing here, isn't it? You're literally getting shot, but not with a bullet. Did Gavin Newsom actually take a real jab? Rumor has it right now uh, that's it's just it's leaked at the moment. It's not confirmed, at least not by the mainstream media or anything. It's it's not confirmed that he had a bad reaction and the man has Bell's palsy. That's the word right now. Now, I don't know if that's like I said, that's that's unconfirmed at the moment, but that's what's being talked about behind the scenes. Is that actually what happened? Did he actually take a real one? I'm asking the question because Newsom's a henchman. He, he's a henchman. He's he's doing the bidding of the elite by doing all this this nonsense, the, this shutting down to the ports, cutting off the supply lines putting these COVID restrictions in, giving speeches, talking about how you're going to jab kids and it's going to be mandatory and the parents aren't going to have a say. 
That's disgusting. That's disgusting. He's a henchman. He doesn't have the wherewithal, in my humble opinion. I'm not saying he's a stupid man, but he doesn't have the wherewithal or the guts to come out and make that kind of a statement and take these kind of actions if he didn't have some kind of financial backing or some real power behind him somewhere. No politician would. I Yeah, I, I do think he t- actually took the jab. I, I think it's a he took a real one. Um, it, not not a placebo, not a. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, I would argue that many of the politicians that are just puppets that that they're actually legitimately taking it. They're meant to be gotten out of the way. Yeah, as you said, um, with the uh, the interview, they're just for show. Like they're they're you're not going to get a seat at the table. Well, that includes him. That includes Newsom. Uh, it, any of the politicians really that are being that are being used currently when the next generation rises up to power they're going to be more extreme than they were and they'll be removed that, that that's how it always happens it happens in marxist takeovers uh take uh, it, it, it it's going to happen now the thing is in this case we we still have a chance of the takeover being uh the the, the american people Hell, not even just the American people, but the, the the people in the Western world taking over power again and reining in these powers that be. And they won't get a seat at the table. So either way, they're not going to get a seat at the table. But in the, in the time that they're in power, they're going to have fame, fortune. You know, they're, they're going to have all of this. But um, if they manage to survive outside of this, like, and I don't mean that. Well, if it's a Marxist takeover, I mean that literally. If it's a uh, conservatives taking over again and going back to basically government getting out of the way, I, I mean in an economic sense, like in a in a like I don't think anybody would hire them. We'll put it that way. If you're Gavin Newsom or something like this, and we we get control of it again, and you're not going to really be able to exist in society necessarily, and it, it's just you're going to be an exile because you're the one that screwed us over. So, I mean. Uh, but maybe maybe you could get like a sanitation worker job, maybe. And that's not a dig at sanitation workers. It's just the American people don't want to do the job. That, that's my point. That's true. I mean, it, it, true. it's a dirty job. No, you, it uh, is. Yeah. But you know what? Society depends on those people. You know, they, they, they really do. But uh, and yeah. to be honest with you, I know people I, I know people that have voluntarily said, hey, yeah, I'll, I'll go be a garbage man. And they're still garbage men. They make good money in the U.S. They make really good money. <laughs> you, they do. And, you know, I, I remember hearing an interview of a um, one of the uh, sanitation companies and the head of it. I know we were joking about the stereotype of mafia, but the dude was a stereotype mafia. And he's like, nobody wants to do it. Like, it's good money. You know, you come in here yeah. and you do it. It's good money. And yeah, it is. <laughs> it it's is good very money. good it's money. Hard, it's hard work, but it's it's good money. It is really good money. There was, uh, there, I was actually, I was reading a story. We'll get to this here in a second. There was a, the, I was reading a story one time. If, uh, it's been about a year or two ago. There was an old retirement plan in New York. And I know they're having problems with with uh, the garbage men up there now because of the mandates and everything with Mayor de Blasio. But there was an old retirement plan in New York for the New York uh, Department of Sanitation. And it was called Tier 1. And that was if you started working for the Department of Sanitation in New York or the Department of Public Works or, or whatever it was, if you if you worked for the sanitation department and you were a garbage man and you started working there in, I think it was like 1964, and you were and you worked the entire way through and you took a full pension at the end, you would get two hundred and seventy eight thousand dollars a year in a pension. <laughs> that's a damn good pension. That is ridiculous. That, I mean, for a city that's broke, that's a damn good pension. It's a better pension than uh, 
what John Deere employees are getting now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dr. Robert Malone, the man who invented the mRNA technology that is being used in these vaccines, who's been, uh, we played clips of him here before, he's been very outspoken in all of this, warning the world. And of course, he's been cast aside as an anti-vaxxer and a, and a conspiracy theorist and everything. And he's like, look, if there's such thing as an anti-vaxxer out there, I'm 180 degrees in the opposite direction. He's not an anti-vaxxer. He says, but under no circumstances should anybody even consider taking one of these. It's the man's life's work. You know, I, I'd be upset too. I really would. The man deserves a Nobel Prize for what he created. But look at how it's being used. Look at what's look, if, look at what's being done with it. If I were him, CRISPR tech, we've talked about that before. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the, the possibility of, of being able to use this type of technology to fix over 8,000 diseases that are genetically based. Yep. Um, to, to come out and create a vaccine that's based on this technology that is not ready for public consumption. This is not ready for mass production yet. This is still in the research phase. Uh, because it's not ready, and this is going to have such a problem in the, in the public world and in the in manufacturing world, you know, mass production, it's going to have so many problems that people are now going to be adverse to it. And now this is going to hinder research in this. We yeah. could have potentially made some breakthroughs in this and legitimately uh, made gene therapies that would have corrected problems and uh, that people are born with. But now because of this and because these these vaccines are being pushed, I, I, I don't know that this technology like this may set back that technology 20 years or more. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. they were on the cusp of of they were doing human trials with this already with the CRISPR tech. But now that this is and we're going to see the backlash on this, it, it's going to set it back even further. Uh, another 20 years on top, I, I think, yeah. at least because uh, yeah. you're going to have to clean up the image now of this. I agree. I agree. Just like anything else, it will literally take about 15 to 20 years to overcome that, that mindset that you've now put people in. Uh, but anyway, he was responding, Dr. Robert Malone, he was responding to a tweet that was put out that he was stuck or somebody put him as a as a reply to. Uh, it says, Governor Gavin Newsom injured by Moderna boost. Oh, it was Moderna. I'm sorry. Uh, I thought it was, I, I've heard Pfizer. I thought it was a, I thought, okay, anyway. Was injured by a Moderna booster shot, sources tell uh, the defender. Uh, and that was from childrenhealthcaredefense.org who reported that. And he tweeted the following, Dr. Malone tweeted the following. He says, my sincere condolences to Governor Gavin Newsom of California. It's being reported that he had a COVID vaccine-induced injury. I hope he recovers quickly as vaccine-induced GBS, I'm not quite sure what that is, can be a difficult paralytic syndrome. I'm assuming that's, oh, Guillain-Barre. I'm sorry, Guillain-Barre syndrome. Got it. There, there it is. Isn't Guillain-Barre, isn't that life-threatening? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. And that's that's something he's going to have to deal with for the rest of his life, too. Yeah. It's not a yeah. it's not a one and done. Yeah. OK, you know what? I did not want to spend the entire podcast talking about covid, but unfortunately, it just went that way because we just kept on with that stuff. But I want to spend the last few minutes here talking about energy costs. The Europeans are being hit with an energy crisis, which, as far as I'm concerned, is engineered and being done on purpose because they're doing everything they can at this point to squeeze everybody uh, in as many different ways as possible so that you're too busy trying to figure out how to stay alive and make things work than to mount a resistance and go after these people that will actually stop what it is they're doing so people can get on with their lives. Uh, that, that's what people don't understand. This entire thing is a house of cards. If you knock out the people that are supporting it, we can get on with it. You can't just get part of it and not all of it. You take out the entire support structure or you don't take it out at all. It's just like a building. If you're a demolition expert and you are tasked with going in and demolitioning a building, you don't wrap up primer cord on half the structure and say, 
all right, let's just hope for the best. You get it all, so you bring the whole thing down in one shot. You can't get rid of vaccine passports if you keep testing. You can't get rid of vaccines if you keep testing. You can't get rid of testing and keep vaccines and vaccine passports. It doesn't work. You get rid of all of it, or it all stays. There's no middle ground here. It's the same thing with energy. You have multiple providers. They're shutting off all the other providers, so there's only one, the one that they own. And then they can control the price on that. They're vertically integrating everything, including the food. That's coming too. The White House now wants to shut down another pipeline that we have. The one up there in Michigan, they want to shut it down. Because, well, see, it's old. It's old. That's old infrastructure. Now, see, we... We can't be using that anymore because it's just it's old. It's uh, it's it's just it's it's decrepit. It's it's aging infrastructure. And we just we can't use it because it's not safe. You know exactly why they want to shut that down. But but the White House has come out and they've backtracked on um, on that report saying oh, that was just it's inaccurate. Uh, they're they're weighing a shutdown. But uh, well, it's, it's inaccurate. They 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 say that that's not um that's not true that they want to shut down that Michigan pipeline. White House Deputy Press Secretary uh, Karen uh, Jean-Pierre, which, where's Jen Psaki? Why is she still out? Because of COVID. Still? Hasn't it been 10 days or whatever it is? I, I don't know. It, it may be them trying to replace her. It may be that's how they're doing it. I don't know. It could be. I don't know. What? The flatulating old man is back. I mean, what, is, what does it matter? Anyway. The White House Deputy Press Secretary backtracked Monday after slamming reports on the Line 5 pipeline in Michigan as inaccurate. It's inaccurate. Admitting that the administration is indeed exploring the potential impact of shutting it down. Admit it. Uh, see, it's because it's it's aging infrastructure. We can't trust it. It's not safe. Of course, it's not like the, it's not like the uh, what was it, the New Yorker? They put out podcasts talking about how it's time to, it's time to dynamite fossil fuel infrastructure. That's not at all a problem, right? They were calling for literal bombings of pipelines and gas infrastructure. Literal. Um, hmm. Let me see. Uh, prices are skyrocketing in the energy sector. Gasoline is through the roof. Oil is through the roof. And now you're going to shut down another pipeline? You already 86th Keystone Pipeline because Warren Buffett and Bill Gates are the ones that run the Santa Fe railway system who are the people that own the cars that are going to run it across Canada over to the ports in British Columbia, which are now going to take it across the Pacific into China, where they have investments in big stocks. Now, see, that's that's okay. That's okay. It's not like you cost the American people in the American economy millions of jobs, not just 100,000, not the people that were going to build it. In fact, I knew people that were going to build on that pipeline, part of it, and they were going to retire after they were done. Now they don't know what they're going to do. People that signed leases on on houses and cars and and took out mortgages and they shut it down overnight with a stroke of a pen not to mention just building the pipeline that was one thing all the other businesses that it would have affected along the way the restaurants the hotels the shopping the new businesses that would have gone up because of the boom in all of those areas all across the country because of two degenerate pieces of garbage gates and buffett and, and who's that Who's that scumbag lawyer that they have, that 93-year-old decrepit aging piece of trash up there with him? Munger? Charlie Munger? The, the, guy that, the guy that says the whole damn Bitcoin is a, it's disgusting, it's terrible, it's contradictory to what civilization mm. ex- it means. Mm. Yeah, that, that Bitcoin is um, what, what we call decentralized. Um, yeah. And um, that's contradictory to what they want. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, uh, as I said, as far as like cryptocurrencies, the banks missed the boat on that one. And you see they're scrambling now to try and stay relevant and stay ahead of that curve. But it's too late. It's too late. Do you know how many cryptocurrencies are out there now? A new economy has emerged and they thought that they could just continue to play the paper game. They can't do it anymore. The paper game's over. They missed the boat. Now they're going to say, oh, we're going to shut it all down. Yeah, okay. All right. Try that. Try that. See what happens. You think people are going to take whatever in the hell you're going to give them? Oh, the sheep will. The same people, and I'm going to make this call right now, the same people that are following your ridiculous edicts, the ones that are out there wearing masks alone in their cars, the ones that are that are getting double, triple, quadruple jabbed at this point, the ones that are taking the vaccine passports, those are the ones that'll take your garbage currency. Those of us that have a brain, I don't want any part of that. I, I don't want any part of that. I don't want any part of this system that you've been building. I haven't taken, taken part in any of this stuff because I'm not getting myself involved in a system that goes against innocent people like that, because that's not the kind of person that I am. And I never will be that way. And I will do everything within my little whatever it is we've got going on here. I will do everything within my power to fight against that every single day that I'm sucking air to fight against you people. All right, we are going to have to go. Uh, I do apologize, uh, but we're we're out of time, unfortunately. Where does the time go? But like I said, we weren't here yesterday, so uh, we had to, we had about three or four days worth of stuff we had to cover. Uh, I didn't even get to half of the stuff that I, that I had queued up here to uh, to go over. I mean, I wanted to talk about Biden's approval ratings. You know, th- there's, a, there's a brothel in Vienna now in Austria that's offering uh, customers 30 minutes with a lady of their choice if they get jabbed. Can <laughs> you believe that? It's for your I, health. I, I don't even know it's, what the, it's for your health, the Bruce. Of that is. Yeah. <laughs> it's for your health. In all fairness, I mean, look at the nurse that's going to jab you. I, I mean, I'm not appealed with. Uh, but it's women that the are thing with, is, with how many? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I understand. I understand. But the thing is, th- there's no scientific basis for that. None. What you're offering, you're offering hookers for jabs. Is that what we're doing now? We're offering hookers for jabs. What free beer, free shot, or free, uh, a free whiskey, free donuts. Free lottery tickets, hunting licenses, fishing licenses, savings bonds, guns. Uh, what? Why, why don't we just start offering people houses? Why, why don't we do that? Hell, BlackRock's buying up all these houses all, all across the world. You know, that's just the, uh, which, by the way, that's another organization that's going to get torpedoed. Can't what? offer houses, though, because that, that doesn't fit with the Oh, it doesn't fit with the But it's, to... it's a, ha- okay, what if it's a house that you don't own? Yeah. But see, if you I don't mean, get your booster, then you can get kicked out of the house. Just like when your vaccine passport expires. Yeah, I mean, I could see something more on those lines. Is like they'll they'll evict you if you don't get your vaccine yeah. passport. Now, see, if your green tick uh, doesn't work, then well, you know, you're not valid in society anymore. Isn't that what Dan Andrews down in Victoria said? Well, if you don't have the green yeah. tick, then or if you've had two jabs and you don't have the booster, if you don't, when you get pinged on your your app there on your phone, if you don't make an appointment for your booster, then you're going to lose your green check and then you're going to be unvaccinated. Okay. If they apply it to housing, if they apply it to housing, I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, is they, they won't have to apply it to housing because um, they're crushing other job opportunities and everything and raising taxes and making it basically to where they don't have to take the house from you. You'll you'll voluntarily leave, quote unquote, voluntarily because they're raising taxes. They're raising the cost of living. They're making it to where you can no longer afford it. And now you'll want government assistance for food water, healthcare, housing, uh, everything you'll, 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 you'll be begging the government to help you with. So, and I'm, 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 I'm hearing from other talking heads that, um, uh, things like water shortages are on the horizon. 
very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, air filters, water filters, um, food. Yeah. Buy it now while you can. All right. Uh, we are going to have to go, as I said, five minutes ago. Like I said, all these videos we talked about today, those are up on our Telegram page. Uh, so get over there and get signed up to us if you want to get access to that uh, that content and that information. Uh, we also do an exclusive podcast we put out there once a week early for our Telegram subscribers. Uh, you get access to that on Saturdays as opposed to having to wait until Monday. So uh, if you want all that extra content, access to our news feed, get over there and get signed up to us. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us or you would like to be a potential guest, you can do so anytime by reaching out to us at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, known associates. We are trying to grow, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass this along, we'd appreciate that. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts. Also, if you're rating podcasts, if you give us a rating when you get a chance, we'd appreciate that as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for being here today, Bruce. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.